It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Welcome to the program, everybody. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show. Here for Tuesday Morning Taco Tuesday. And it is good to be back with you. We're going to go around the room and talk about what uh, each of us are working on today. Coming up in just a couple of minutes. Brandon. Yes. Are we on in all the cities that we're normally on? As far as I know. As far as we know. All right. Let us know. If we're if we're not getting into your city, we'll take care of that somehow. Who won uh, the Bears in the Washington Football Club of Washington last night? The Bears. Oh, okay. So they're not terrible, right? No. Mitch Trubisky healthy? Yeah, he just... <laughs> It hasn't been good. I mean, they're winning these games because of their defense. Their defense is really good. And uh, the Cowboys not playing this weekend, but they are playing Monday, right? No, Sunday. They got a Sunday night game. My bad. They are playing this weekend. So it's going to be the night game against the Saints. Will this be kind of the toughest test for the Cowboys so far this season? Oh, yeah. Even with uh, Lamar, um, not Lamar Jackson, uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Cowboys have not gone up against a, a team as quality as the Saints so far this season. Well, Saints went into Seattle and beat Seattle, so. Yeah, they might have beat the Rams. Let's uh, find out what we're working on now. Lisa, how about news? What are we taking a look at at news? Well, it looks like iPhone. We got the new iOS 13, and guess what? It's causing problems for 13? some 13? I'm at 11. <laughs> I just got the brand new one. It's 11. No, iOS, the operating system. They need the to phone. sync those up. Yeah. So <laughs> make them the same number? Yeah, make it the same number. It's hard to keep track of. Yeah, apparently a lot of games are having problems with it. Uh, so the new gestures feature is interfering with the gaming action. And it's uh, causing the games to die. What uh, is the gestures feature? I don't know. Are you saying gestures like the word that starts with a G or yeah. gestures like a court clown? I wish it was the second one, but no, gestures with a G. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, for example, those who use their, their three fingers for the gaming strategy on Fortnite and then hold them on the screen. It instantly opens up a text editor feature. Um, using mm. that gesture. So um, the game then is stopped. So this issue has now been brought to Apple's attention, and they said they're going to work on a patch that's expected to be rolled out today. Uh, they're saying hopefully that will solve the problem, but there's a chance it doesn't. So if it doesn't, they said to let them know. So Fortnite fans are a little upset out there right now. Figure so. Apple rolls out new software and doesn't work. Yeah, I just got the... Um iPhone 11 Pro. Oh. And. You fancy. I'm try- yeah, but I'm trying to think of anything that I am doing with it that. You couldn't do with the previous version? Yeah, the, the one I had before, I couldn't say, watch this. Hey, Siri. Yeah, see, now she's listening for instructions. Hi, Siri. Never mind. <laughs> 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 She's out okay. She's all, um, okay. <laughs> so that's a new one for me. Brandon, right. how about, uh, I know we talked a little bit about sports. Uh, how about the rest of sports today? What are we working on? Got a lot of injury updates. Saquon Barkley, he's going to be out for several weeks with a high ankle sprain. You got Cam Newton. He's already been ruled out of, uh, of this upcoming weekend's game against Houston. And Sam Darnold still dealing with mono. 
I read here, I don't know if this was accurate or not, but it says that Antonio Brown says he's going back to college. Yeah, he has. He's enrolled at Central Michigan. Has he requested a transfer to Ohio State yet? Nope. Okay. There are a bunch of television premieres, I assume all week, but I'm just looking at the number of premieres tonight on TV, and it is extensive. Uh, Let me just run down the shows that are back, either for new seasons or series premieres. Tonight, the 17th season premiere of NCIS is on CBS. Good Lord, that show's still on the air. The third season premiere of The Resident is on Fox. Which one is that? Is that the one like with the kind of Doogie Howser autistic kid that becomes a doctor? You I, know, <laughs> is, I is that what that one know. is? I, I don't know which one. I, I haven't watched a lot of that. I, I, if I watch TV, it's usually Netflix or whatever's on Netflix or Hulu. The second season premiere of The Connors is tonight on ABC. I thought they canceled The Connors. No, The Connors is still back without Roseanne. Yeah. Well, no, because remember they had The Connors last season. And the wife and I watched it. It was still pretty good. Well, it's back. And I thought that they had given it the old old heave-ho. No, it's second season premiere of The Connors tonight on ABC. The second season premiere of Bless This Mess on ABC. Fourth season premiere of This Is Us on NBC. Yeah! Uh, Second season premiere of FBI on CBS. I must not be the demographic, thank God. CBS because I'm not aware of any of these CBS shows. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've heard of NCIS, but ask your parents instead. See what they say. Well, yeah, but that's because it's also been around for 17 years. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever seen an episode of NCIS, though. It is the sixth season premiere of Empire on Fox. Isn't this the last season, too? Yeah, I think that's right. I, I again, I'll, I'll be honest. I've never seen an episode of Empire, but is that the one with the actor who pretended he was a Jesse victim of Smollett? Yeah, yeah, is that is that the one? Yes. I like. Uh, I've watched and I enjoy the show Blackish, and tonight is the series premiere of Mixedish, which is the wife from Blackish. But when she would well spinoff, but also it's in the past, so it yeah. takes place in the eighties. And uh, that is tonight on ABC, followed by the sixth season premiere of Blackish, the show that it spun off from. Second season premiere of New Amsterdam tonight on NBC. Season six premiere of NCIS New Orleans tonight on CBS. And the series premiere of a game called of a show called Emergence. It's not a game, but it's a show called Emergence on ABC, a sci-fi thriller about a cop protecting a kid that was the sole survivor of a mysterious plane crash. As I'm reading that, that reminds me of a show that I watched last season. It's a cop protecting a kid who, I don't know if it was a plane crash, but it was something in the ocean. Mm -hmm. The hell was that? I watched the first... I mean, that might give you some idea of how into it I was. Mm-hmm. I can't really yeah. remember what was going on in it. And on The Voice tonight, they've got part two of the blind auditions. It just got underway. Well, the Democrats are rallying, and there's a lot of call for impeachment proceedings. I've heard some sources say that an impeachment of Donald Trump could be underway tonight. I've also heard other sources that say definitely by Friday... It's going to be happening. Uh, 
And then if you listen to some other people, uh, especially on the Democratic side, they're saying, well, hold your horses. It may not it may not be happening after all, but it all has to do with a conversation he had with the new president of Ukraine. Do you remember yesterday I said I, I think a big part of it's going to be the whistleblower complaint said that there was a promise made by Trump to the president of Ukraine. I said a lo- I think a lot of it's going to hinge on what the prom- what the promise was. So here's what it looks like, as near as anybody can tell. Uh, Trump had withheld something like a quarter billion dollars that had been approved for military aid to Ukraine. So they were going to get like $250 million U.S. dollars, and Trump was sitting on it. So he calls the guy up and says, essentially, hey, we really want to get this money to you. We know you really need it. Why don't you look into Joe Biden and his son and see if you can dig up any dirt on Joe Biden and his son? And that that is the nature of what this whistleblower complaint is supposed to be about uh did it actually happen well trump wouldn't say that it didn't happen he's admitted talking to the guy and he's also mused so what if i did so what if i told the guy we'll give you this money if you dig up some dirt on joe biden but i didn't Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh so that's kind of where it stands right now i guess they could turn over the transcript or the actual recording to a Senate Intelligence Committee and let them hear it. I'm not saying put it on the evening news, but turn it over to some kind of oversight committee and let them see what's going on. But that is kind of where it stands right now. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Here are some of the details of the Marvel Fantasy Football League. About a dozen Marvel superheroes have their own fantasy football league to raise money for charity. And through week three, there are three heroes that are undefeated. Thor, Star-Lord, and Deadpool. So that's Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pratt, and Ryan Reynolds. Only one American. (laughs) Well, Ryan Reynolds is Canadian. They do have football in Canada. True. It's a few different wacky rules. The participants are Robert Downey Jr., American, Chris Evans, Captain America, Karen Gillan, Nebula, who I believe is British. Yeah, I think she's British. Or Australian, Yeah, maybe. she's from Scotland. Mm. Chris Hemsworth, Thor, Tom Holland. English. British. Michael B. Jordan, who played Killmonger, American. See, but Michael B. Jordan also played the Human Torch. Did you? So did Chris did, Evans. Yes, yeah, so did Chris Evans. Anthony Mackie, who played Falcon, I think American. Elizabeth Olsen, Scarlet Witch, is American. Chris Pratt, Star Lord, is an American. Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool, Canadian. And then I don't know about Paul Rudd and Miles Teller, other than Paul Rudd played Ant Man, Miles Teller played Miles Mr. Teller Fantastic. Miles Teller is American, and I believe Paul Rudd is. He is American. All right. Avengers co-director Joe Russo also has a team, along with ESPN's fantasy football expert, Matthew Barry. Yeah, he had a cameo in Endgame. 
You know when they go back to New York in 2012 and they're trying to to, to sneak out and they're at the ground floor already yeah. right before the Hulk busts out complaining about the stairs? <laughs> He's the one that's telling him give give me the case. That's Matthew Barry, which if, if you know you follow fantasy football at all, you have to know who Matthew Barry is because he's kind of like the guy. It's Mr. Roto. Well, uh, through week three, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pratt, and Ryan Reynolds are all undefeated, and there are three that don't have any wins. Elizabeth Olsen, Karen Gillan, and Tom Holland. Right, because Tom Holland's a little kid from England. Mm-hmm. So... I hope he doesn't do good in fantasy football. He's do like, good. I'm going to pick all the dolphins because they're pretty. Maybe he would do good fantasy cricket or fantasy. That'd be great. Soccer. Patty cake. I don't know what else they play over there. Soccer. Uh, let's go ahead and get to our good news, bad news of the week. And this is a segment of the show where we focus on some news stories and kind of take them apart piece by piece and look at both the positive and negative angles on each of the stories we decide to uh, delve into. And we begin with... Oh, good news. Yeah, good news. It has been confirmed Margot Robbie will return in the next Suicide Squad movie. Okay. The bad news, not returning anybody who bought a ticket to the first Aww. Suicide Squad movie. <laughs> but it's a reboot. They're rebooting it. Mm-hmm. They're, they're rebooting it with the same actors some, playing the same parts. Uh, some of the same actors and actresses, like Marla, Margot Robbie. Bad news. Oh, and I was really, really sad to hear this. Actress Sid Haig, who played Captain Spaulding in the Rob oh. Zombie movies, died over the weekend. Mm-hmm. 80. Yeah. Good news, though, if you're keeping track, that makes that House of 1001 corpses. Oh. (laughs) Uh, Good news. Make sure you're sitting down for this. Adam Sandler's upcoming movie has a 93% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. 93% At one point, it was at 100. Wow. Uh, the bad news is, according to Bible scholars who study the book of Revelation, turns out that this is the fifth horseman of the apocalypse. Oh! Isn't it called, like, Uncut Gems or something like that? Whoa. I think is what the uh, this movie is called. Uh, good news for fans of ridiculous movies from the 90s, I guess. A remake of Face Off is in the works. Oh, and first of all, have you heard of this cage? Yeah, right. Where they Mm -hmm. trade faces. Have you heard that they're making a remake? Mm hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, good news. Uh, The bad news is they're on a budget and to save money on the special effects of facial remover, uh, the face off remake is going to star Kenny Rogers and Renee Zellweger. Oh, Oh, that's actually pretty good. (laughs) They're going to cut a few corners there. Uh, they're going to cut a lot of things there. It's Coming cool. to theaters, it's the reboot of Face Off starring John Travolta. Wow, we switched faces once before, and now we are again. It's unbelievable. And Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Switching faces. <laughs> Together again in the same predicament. Remember when we switched faces that one time? <laughs> faces! I saw Nicolas Cage! Huh? Faces! <laughs> 
Okay, um, cool. John Travolta and Nicolas Cage star in the reboot of Face Off. Hurry, we need to switch our faces back. I didn't catch any of that. Coming to theaters. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Actual crime stories from around the world and across the nation. We're going to start with a semi-celebrity crime story. Hmm. Adult film star Bridget the Midget oh, was yeah. arrested last week. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not oh, making any of this up. Because I'm not making any of these details up. Okay. She was arrested for stabbing her boyfriend in the shin. <laughs> <laughs> Porn star Bridget Powers, also known by her screen name of Bridget the Midget, was arrested yesterday following a domestic dispute. Bridget is uh, indeed a little person who makes adult films. Here is a picture of Bridget's mugshot. Oh, yeah. She was one of my favorites, too. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Is she still a porn star? You know, let me read into the story a little more. Okay, maybe it, please do. Maybe it'll reveal uh, if that's the case. Police were called to a home in Las Vegas because neighbors heard screaming and breaking glass. When they got there, they found that Bridget had been fighting with her boyfriend and she stabbed him in the shin. So he must be tall. Taller, yeah, I guess. The injury was not life-threatening, but Bridget the Midget is facing felony charges, including domestic battery and assault with a deadly weapon. Uh, Let's see. I think they had some other pictures of Bridget the Midget I could just bring up. They have the audio, but there's audio of the fight, Mm -hmm. but it is profanity-laced. So oh, I wouldn't I be imagine. able to, to play it. There's uh, Bridget the Midget dressed up <laughs> yeah, on the set of one of her is. movies. <laughs> the argument dropped, it says here in TMZ, countless F-bombs and vulgar Ooh. insults. In the recording, the porn star is heard from outside her apartment screaming at a man named Jesse James. Hmm. She's yelling at him about money, calls him names before accusing him of cheating with a woman that she plans to out on Facebook. Is she a normie? The woman on Facebook? Yeah. Oh, because little people hate that when like another little person goes with a with a regular sized person. You mean these average sized bitches? Yeah, average sized <laughs> bitches. Ah, that shit, yeah. That's Wasn't what that what it was from the Yeah. Uh, I cannot believe that these average sized bitches. Yeah. <laughs> Woman in Louisiana got attacked by a camel. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy because camels are not indigenous to Louisiana. What? Yeah. Really? They are not. Hmm. Uh, camels come from a uh, desert climate. Mm-hmm. Louisiana is more of a muggy, swamp-like climate, I guess. <laughs> There's a truck stop in uh, some place called Gros Tet. Which means fat head, if my high school French serves. Gros tête, Louisiana. And they have a petting zoo that features a 600 pound camel named Casper. Was he friendly? 
No. It's a good question. Mm. It turns out Casper was not a friendly camel. Last week, a couple of their dog were at the truck stop, and the dog ended up getting loose, and it ran into the camel enclosure, which spooked the camel. The woman was... (laughs) That's right. (laughs) The woman was afraid that the that the frightened camel would hurt her beloved dog. Yeah. So she went in to get the dog out of the enclosure. That's when Casper the camel attacked the woman. He ended up pinning her against the wall and then began sitting on her. As I was watching them talk about this story, I guess that's a camel move. Mm-hmm. Like a camel will sit on... It's like a tactic, some, a defensive yeah, tactic. It's one of its tactics is to sit on somebody. Toby as well, that is his defense tactic. Yeah, I was going to say, that's my dad's tactic too. (laughs) The woman whose name is not included in the story survived by biting the camel's testicles. Oh! That is what (laughs) caught him off. No wonder her name is not included in the story. Get me off too. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, got him off of her. Yeah. Okay. Should have been more clear in that. That's true. Anyway, she was able to escape. The camel was probably not hurt because according... What? (laughs) According to the manager of the truck stop, the woman didn't have any teeth. (laughs) (laughs) She gummed them? (laughs) I intentionally don't read these stories all the way through. I just read like the first sentence and think, okay, this (laughs) this one is good enough. So sometimes I get surprised. Pretty good. Well, the police were called and they ended up coming, and the couple got a ticket for trespassing and not having their dog on a leash. So, a couple citations were written. (laughs) But the truck stop owner said the camel's probably not hurt because the woman didn't didn't have any teeth. Man in Scotland uh, is in more trouble because during a strip search, he intentionally passed gas as police were strip searching him. (laughs) He was sentenced to 75 hours of community service. Getting that from the Antonio Brown playbook. Yeah. Well, Antonio did it like at a doctor's visit, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And on camera. Yeah. Footage of it. Sorry, Doc. 28-year-old Stuart Cook from Stonehaven, Scotland earlier this year was arrested after a minor car accident and police smelled marijuana on him. I guess that's a big deal to him in Scotland. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. So they took him to the station to perform a strip search. Yeah, don't they like the color green to begin with? It's Ireland you're thinking of, but I'm sure they like green (laughs) just fine in Scotland too. Police say that when they took him in to perform a strip search, when they told him to bend over during the search, he intentionally passed gas three times. They say it was intentional. According to one of the cops, he asked them, how do you like that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's hard to pass off. How do you like that, huh? <laughs> how do you like that, eh? Not very much. Well, the man ended up pleading guilty to possession of marijuana and behaving in a threatening manner, which is, I guess, the flatulence. See, I would think that the flatulence was to cover up the marijuana smell. (laughs) Like he was strategically farting. Okay. But maybe I'm giving him too much credit. 
the matter of the flatulence is what resulted in his community service. He was in court last week facing charges for, quote, intentionally flatulating <laughs> at police officers. I don't know if that's an actual crime in the books, but he ended up getting sentenced to 75 hours community service. Intentionally flatulating. <laughs> well, you're guilty of that every time I go over. <laughs> yeah, it's a fart game. <laughs> Jeez. Brandon knows about the fart game. Ugh, gross. And I got a couple stories here from the state of Florida. These are actually Florida woman stories. There are two of them. Both of them involve Florida women. Oh. Uh, the first one is 23-year-old Manichika Daniels. And I hope I am saying her name mm-hmm. right. Daniels. Okay. <laughs> Manuchika is a stripper in Lauder, Lauder Hill, Florida. She had a shift on Tuesday night. So far, no, no laws broken. Yep. But apparently, she could not find a babysitter for a three-year-old daughter. So she brought the daughter along to her job at the strip club and left her in the back seat of the car unattended while she went oh into work her shift. Yeah. Not really not really funny when you get right down to it, yeah. is it? Uh, she told police in her defense that she'd cracked a window a little bit, left some toys in the back, and apparently she thought her daughter would just fall asleep and be okay. But the daughter woke up after about three hours of being in the car and managed to get out of the car. She was found wandering around in the parking lot of the strip club. Around 2 a.m., someone called 911 to report that there was a toddler walking around a strip club parking lot. Oh, jeez. Eyewitnesses said they were confused when there was someone that young at a strip club, and R. Kelly was nowhere to be seen. Oh. <laughs> okay. That, that's not true. Fortunately, the little girl was okay. Police say that she appeared to be, she appeared to be well cared for, other than she was walking wandering around, around the parking <laughs> lot of the strip club. Minus that, Monuchika, who I uh, want to remind you was the mother, mm-hmm. was arrested for felony child neglect and child welfare. Employees took custody of her daughter. Well, we got a link to a mugshot on Smoking Gun. I haven't seen this yet. Do you want to see what the mugshot looks like? We would love to. There mm-hmm. you go. Uh, Lovely. Oh. And our uh, final Florida woman story. A woman in Florida was pulled over Sunday, and this happened in Largo, Florida. 59-year-old Jacqueline Hubbard was not driving, but she was in the passenger seat. She wasn't wearing a seatbelt. So uh, the police asked Jacqueline if she had any drugs on her, and uh, I think at that at that point you you're not required to answer that question. I mean, I don't want to give advice to lawbreakers, <laughs> but uh, she just opened up and told the police that she had. She did have drugs, and she kept them in what she referred to as her felony purse. Oh, oh. so prison wallet. That's yeah, like a prison wallet for yeah. guys. That's okay. the first thing I thought of, <laughs> was that it was similar to a prison wallet, but it's not. 
uh, she gave them permission to open her felony purse, which was a, an actual, actual purse. purse. And inside they found two rocks of crack, small baggie of cocaine, and two crack pipes were inside <laughs> the felony purse. So uh, Jacqueline, 59-year-old Jacqueline Hubbard, was arrested for possession of controlled substance which, as she rightfully predicted, was a felony. So she was correct when she called her purse a felony purse. She was also charged with a misdemeanor count of possession of drug paraphernalia. Oh, does she have a misdemeanor uh, wallet, too? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's... I guess those are the crack pipes. She didn't... Hit, maybe this was like a... It was a felony purse and a misdemeanor clutch. <laughs> <laughs> Here is the uh, mugshot of the 59-year-old Ms. Hubbard. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, a little rough, but... Uh, I thought that was like the woman from the next story. <laughs> no, that's the woman with the felony purse. That's oh. felony purse lady right there. Appreciate that honesty. That yeah. does it for our true crime report today. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. If you head over to Buzz Adams Morning Show, you can read our reasons for why we picked who we picked for the Mount Rushmore of rock guitarist. There are a lot of names that that are not in the four that are just kind of sacrilege, but you know, you, you don't worry about that. <laughs> you just go ahead and crank that microphone over there if you got to. I want to make sure that it's you know, convenient so you can be heard. <laughs> But, What's up, Nico? Uh, <laughs> not even worth responding to. <laughs> well, you can now because you might got the microphone yeah, over in front of you. See, you didn't take like broadcast classes like me and Brandon did. Nope. They one of the things they teach you like in the first semester is get the microphone set the way you want it to before you go on the air. Oh, that's good. And I flunked that the first time around. So wow. the second time, so I had to take that class twice. How how to move your microphone into place before you go on the air. Thank you. Now I'm learning from the not master. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'll get to this list. Uh, Lisa, you had a, a question about uh, candy. Uh, yeah. Did you, you said you didn't want to talk about candy that. debate. Seven oh, C. Okay. <laughs> and it's six o'clock. Never <laughs> mind. We can blow that off. Man. <laughs> It's to the point, so if for anybody who doesn't know, we have a gigantic whiteboard that has all the segments written down. Uh, I, don't think, really I was sure trying to move the, the camera, but point. I don't think we can get the camera to face that. What happened to hangovers in Germany? That's, I guess that's what we're supposed to be talking about now. <laughs> so Brandon, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reverse course here for a second. I'm going to go back to when I just finished explaining how microphones work to Nico. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you... Uh, What's what's uh, the story about hangovers in Germany <laughs> for the six C break? Do you want me to say it? <laughs> Buzz, you brought that up. I mean, I have the story, so I can take it for you. But I'm just saying, you brought it up, Brandon. Am I correct? Well, we both did. Okay, go I ahead. He goes, yeah, I've heard it. It's, I mean, it's quite simple. There's a court in Frankfurt, Germany. They just ruled on a case where they concluded that hangovers count as an illness. Ooh. Because illnesses should include quote. Even small or temporary disruptions to the normal state or normal activity of the body, unquote. Okay, I, I don't think that we consider hangover an illness because you kind of do it to yeah, yourself, right? You. 
Right. It's kind of your responsibility. You knew what would probably happen. Wait, so in Germany, could I call in sick for having a hangover? In this case, yeah. Awesome. Um, and that's a, a, a precedent. Mm-hmm. So I guess you could use it going forward in court. You could say, hey, I refer to the case of... Heineken versus... Heineken versus Hoffenbrenner. <laughs> <laughs> it was found that a hangover is, in fact, an illness, so you've got to respect my... I, I, I'm sure there are plenty of you're employers out. who have our policy. It's just like, listen, we don't care if you're sick or what, but you have a limited number of days mm-hmm. once you're out of those days. So you use them for whatever you want to. Mm. But then don't come crying to us if After you actually After you bust get your sick. face on a wall Take that apart from a legal aspect uh brandon do you think that's good ruling that uh hangover can no, be considered an I illness do not. no yeah. no no because like you said don't get don't get faced yourself. on a work night yeah be responsible but like i say we have we have what we call i guess they're called personal days and it doesn't matter if you're under you know, if you're deathly ill, or if you just don't feel like going into work, or you went to a concert and you stayed out late, or even if you have a hangover, they don't even ask. It's just, I just use a personal day. You haven't stretched the limits of that policy? <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever used them all up. I think as long as you don't you don't use them all up, you're not stretching the limits of anything. No, I think you were stretching the limit when you busted your ankle. I came into work uh, within a couple of days. Actually, no. no, no take it no, back. It wasn't busting your ankle. It was your face because you couldn't talk. Well, he, he still but showed I, up I still came in. Do you remember how sad he looked when he walked in? And he, so the newsroom that's behind the desk where <laughs> Lisa and mouth was wired work. shut. And he just kind of strolls in and just kind of okay. hangs out. Well, here's out. my thought. And it ties and in I with the whole... And I kicked him out of my desk. I'm like, I used that during the show. Move. Yeah. You're bleeding on my desk. <laughs> and the whole time he's like, I just need the word. <laughs> my thinking was, since we got this personal days, I don't want to waste my personal days when I'm actually, you know, infirm. Yeah. What's the point of that? Right. I want to be healthy if I use a personal day. So it's like, well, I True. can't talk. Uh, my my mouth was wired shut. Yeah. You had a lift that you couldn't get rid of. But my understanding is as long as I'm at work, it doesn't count as a personal day. So I came in, it's like, hey, I can do anything. Your mouth wasn't ever wired shut, was it? It it was sewn. It wasn't wired shut like like Deadpool in that X Men movie or no. anything. But it was definitely had a bunch of well, yeah, stuff you up. Busted there. your teeth out. Yeah. But I still came to work because I didn't want to get. <laughs> I wanted to save my personal days for something better. And then the bosses were like, "Well, if you're here, you actually have to do." Work. Nope, I'm just here. Uh, no, I did do. I, I, did, I posted. Do, what can you do other than talk? I was a blog machine that week. <laughs> yeah, he was. And then I remember he's like, I'm going to do imaging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's like, oh, we want you to go on the air. Okay, boss. <laughs> now, remember we did that when we had his mom on the phone. Because we were talking to her about, about what happened, what happened during happened, the accident. Because I was FaceTiming with her when the bike accident happened. Uh, how did this talk get started? Oh, you should yeah. have said you had a hangover. Hangovers in, in, in Germany. In Germany, yeah. you could count hangover as a sick day. It's a great movie. Yep. Here's our list of the Mount Rushmore of rock guitarist. We took into consideration not only like technical virtuosity, but influence and that sort of thing. Can I still guess what I think? 
That'd be sure. If you if you were going to pick out your Mount Rushmore and let's see how yours matches okay. up against ours. Eric Clapton. Okay. Robert Plant. <laughs> okay. No. Um, did Robert Plant does not play guitar. Uh, Santana. That's Santana was talked about. Oh, I mean, okay. he he definitely got a few votes. No doubt about it. And could have very easily made the list. One of the guys from Blink-182. Okay. Yeah. So one of the guys who plays uh, the guitar player, I yeah, guess? Yeah, the guitarist yeah. from Blink-182. Okay. Robert Plant is a vocalist. Damn. I maybe if we ever did rock about Rushmore of rock vocalist, he, he might be on there with... Yeah, sure. But... Uh, we also left off Jimmy Page, and that was re- that was a bitter mm-hmm. pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. There, because does Nico Jimmy know Page, the link between Robert Plant and Jimmy Page? Were they both in a band together? Yes. Okay. What, what was, was the that band, band called? Link uh, Link One Eighty Two. That was the <laughs> link. <Yes. laughs> Let me run down some of the guitarists. I was surprised we didn't get more uh, people talking about because the listeners were calling in and leaving messages for us and stuff so we didn't get I didn't hear much about Yngwie Malmsteen mm-hmm. of course Steve Vai yeah. Dwayne Holman I thought mm-hmm. would get mentioned a couple of times Ry Cooter Steve Cropper but these are like Steve Cropper is probably known as like an ace session musician mm-hmm. you know um, Robert Fripp I thought might have deserved some consideration just as a like a technical guitarist. There was one guitarist that was hands down. Everybody agreed this one is definitely going to be on there. I want to see if Nico can guess. Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix is correct. Oh, cool. but he's not on there. No, he was. Hell, yeah, of course he's on there. He's yeah, like he was the, the one number, that we all agreed on. He's like the Lincoln. You know, if you were sitting down, which president? Everybody says, well, Lincoln. Mm-hmm. So get, that's Hendrix. Okay. Hendrix is the Lincoln of our Mount Rushmore. And who would have been the Washington? He would have been first. Yeah. So who would have been Jimmy kind of Page? the originator? No. Oh, Jimmy. Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry is correct. <laughs> yeah. As you're watching me type in, Chuck Berry riffs have been used by so many bands. There were people that were influenced by Chuck Berry who didn't even realize they were being influenced by Chuck Berry. They were influenced by somebody else mm-hmm. who was influenced by Chuck Berry. So we put Chuck Berry on the list. What about Robert Johnson? Uh, we decided, you know, Robert Johnson was definitely an innovator and a, definitely an influence, but that was really like 20 years before the era of rock. So we decided we were just going to keep it to rock. Okay. Um, Eddie oh. Van Halen. Eddie! Hey, Eddie! So in the entry about Eddie Van Halen, I wrote, there's a reason every metal band of the 1980s had a guitar solo that featured a technique called tapping. It's because they were all imitating Eddie Van Halen. Eddie Van Halen isn't just an innovator. He's an inventor. He holds patents on at least three different inventions oh. having to do with the guitar. So... Our Mount Rushmore was Jimi Hendrix, Eric Clapton, Chuck Berry, and Eddie Van Halen. It's pretty good. On our Mount Rushmore mm-hmm. of rock guitarist. And we definitely had to leave some people off mm-hmm. that, that deserved to be up there as well. You can make up your own list. But we had to narrow it down to just four. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. I want to play a new contest called What's Buzz's Girlfriend Saying? <laughs> but I want to wait till Brandon. Brandon's uh, doing something. 
off air. So I want to make sure that he's in on fully this. Yeah, yeah, fully invested. All right. So just give it a second here, and we'll get to that. There are a lot of shows premiering tonight on network, uh, either season or series premieres. Let me just run down that real quick. 17th season premiere of NCIS on CBS. <laughs> Finally. I've never seen an episode of NCIS. Yeah. Is that the You're one good. that's about like with Mark Harmon and it's yep. the Navy or something? It's a mix of, I feel like, CSI with Law and Order. But in the Navy. But in the Navy. Mm-hmm. I've never seen an episode. Yeah. And I like Mark Harmon. Yeah. Like, I think he's a cool... I think season... I like the movie Summer School. Seasons 1 through 10, he was great. (laughs) The third season premiere of The Resident on Fox. And I was trying to figure out, is that the one where it's like the kid who's like a Doogie Hauser, but he's autistic, and he becomes a doctor or something? Or did I have that in some kind of feverish nightmare dream? Uh, Yes. Well, that's on Fox, The Resident. Uh, tonight on ABC, the second season premiere of The Connors. So this is Roseanne after they axed Roseanne for being a racist, but they still continued without Roseanne. Mm-hmm. Think about this. When Roseanne ended, you were supposed to think that Dan was dead. Mm-hmm. Then they bring Roseanne back, and it's like, oh, Dan's alive, but mm-hmm. guess what? In a few months, Roseanne's Roseanne. dead. <laughs> Uh, so the Connors returns on ABC. Brandon watched it last season with his wife, and he said it was actually pretty good. It was entertaining. Are you back with us so I can play What's Buzz's Girlfriend Saying? Yeah. Uh, let me run through the rest of this. Also on ABC, second season premiere of Bless This Mess. I have no idea what that is. No. Fourth season premiere of This Is Us on NBC. I know what that is, mm-hmm. and I know it's very popular. It's a good show. Great show. Over... <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Because this is us goes between present time and back, like back flashes, right? Flashbacks. Yeah. And and the future as well now. Oh, cool. Do they? Mm-hmm. Really? They flash forward to the future. Yep. Yeah. How's that? They put them in old makeup and like spaceships and stuff. Or? <laughs> no, it's just they they they've very briefly gone uh, to the future. Okay. And they just kind of you know they put a couple of white streaks in the hair. And making some crow's feet around the eyes. Over on CBS. I mean, that's you what got they've done with what's her face. Um, who's the mom? Uh, Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore. Oh, uh, okay. So they did that the on way the way she looks now is in the past. So they've had to make her, they have to make her look old for all the, the, present, the present day stories. Yeah. Oh, somebody on the chat is saying, Buzz, you're thinking of the good doctor. Yes. That's right. That the resident is a different show. I don't watch a ton of network television. Yeah. Ever since you figured out how to use your fire stick. Yeah. Second season premiere of FBI on CBS. Sixth season premiere of Empire on Fox. I've never seen an episode, but I kind of know all the drama with mm-hmm. the actor who said he was a hate, he was hate crime. Juicy? Juicy Smollett? Juicy Smollett. The series premiere of Mixedish is on ABC. And that's like uh, a spinoff of Blackish, but it's when the wife from Blackish was a child. Oh. So it's set in the 80s. And that's followed by the sixth season premiere of Blackish on ABC. Second season premiere of New Amsterdam on NBC. The sixth season premiere of NCIS New Orleans on CBS. 
and the series premiere of Emergence, which is a sci-fi thriller on ABC. So that's what's happening. At, I guess all this week they're going to have a lot of series premieres and things. All right, so here's how we're going to play the contest, all right? I'm going to play my girlfriend saying something. Before we'll go around, you can ask one yes or no question. Like mm-hmm. you might ask, oh, is it the name of a person or mm-hmm. is it the name of a brand? Whatever your question is. And we'll go that way until you figure out what she's saying. Can so. I tell you why I love this game? Because I've been trying to play this game since I've met you and her and hung out with In both of you. Life. Yeah. Because I don't understand well, she, how oh, you know. It's you funny. Talk to she each other. thinks she thinks Nico speaks Spanish well. I oh. speak it much better than Buzz does. Yeah, but she thinks you're fluent in Spanish, which you are not. I am not. So she goes really fast when she's talking to you. Yeah. And I know that you only catch about 5%. But I'm good at nodding and smiling. Yeah. All right. You mm-hmm. ready? I'm going to let Lisa go first. Okay. Trader Joyce. You have a question. Yeah. Can we hear the whole context? <laughs> no. Just the one thing she's saying. Play it again. Trader Joyce. <laughs> I don't know slider joys. I don't know. Well, to ask a question. That's how the game's played. I don't. I don't even know what to ask. See, the, yeah. there's no context. It's just a word. You could, I guess, try and say what you think she's saying, and I then said ask slider joys. Oh my god! No, no, no. Say, ask me. Is it a person? Okay. Yeah. Go this ahead. Is stupid. Things <laughs> going I, swimmingly well when Buzz has to tell you the question that he's hoping that you'll ask. Well, a million questions that you could possibly ask. All right. I mean, if we had like the phrase. yeah, if we had the sentence, there's we could, no sentence. It's just a thing that she said. Brandon, you you ask a question. Is it bigger than a bread box? <laughs> yes. Okay. Now, do you want to guess? No, I'm going. Lisa, I think she's saying slider choice. <laughs> <laughs> play it again, play it again. All right, listen carefully. Slider Joyce. I as well get joy from burger sliders, so there we go. <laughs> I get the Joyce. I do get wa- the Joyce. Do you want to ask a question? Is she talking about food? No. Slider sandals. Here, I'll, I'll play her saying it again, but a different time, so I've got her repeating it multiple times. Slider Joyce. Ride or die. <laughs> Ride or die? What? Incorrect. Anybody else got a question? I want to hear one more time the, the second version. The second version. Yeah. All right. Try their Joyce. Is it a person? It is not a person. So it's not a food. It's not a person. Is it a place? It's a place. Oh. Trader Joe's. <laughs> Trader Ooh. Joe's. Oh! Boom. Yeah. We it, don't even have one here. Why were you talking about it? She was telling me that there was a store where she used to live that was way better than Walmart and way better than Whole Foods called Trayoriois. <laughs> and I was trying to figure out what she was saying, so I had to repeat it like 20 times. I finally somehow got that she was saying Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hold on. I speak good English right now. <laughs> All right. It's funny. No. Good. Many, everybody talks is correct. 
she's right. Why is he laughing about? I'm not laughing. Hmm. Can we please talk about how Buzz has an accent? I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. I figure if I say it with an accent, it'll be easier for her to understand, but I don't Mm -hmm. know if that's the case. Buzz totally has picked up some of her... Is it like how Buzz thinks he speaks louder and slower? She'll understand it. (laughs) Do you mean... Trader Joyce. Trader Joyce. Trader Joyce. (laughs) There you go. Trader Joe's. It's pretty good. Apparently, that's a great store. They had it where she used to live. Apparently, it's better than Walmart. Better than Walmart, better than Whole Foods. Trader Joe's is dope. Maybe we'll get one one of these days. Trader Joe's. I'd rather have H-E-B, though. Uh, she said, I, I asked her if she'd ever heard of H-E-B. She'd never heard of that. <laughs> well, maybe you didn't say it right. Ache, eh, Trader Joe's. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Coming up, Lisa's got a question about candy. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. Mm-hmm. It's just more of an opinion thing. As Halloween is on the horizon, boy, those spirit stores are up and running, man. Yeah, but I went to Sam's Club yesterday, and the Christmas decorations are out. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I put that up was a like blog two weeks ago. I saw that. Holy crap! They've already they, they put it in front of the Halloween stuff. They just skip over yeah. Halloween. Do they still have, like, Sam's is a good place to get a bunch of the little fun size candy if you're going to give away candy. Yeah, they still have the candy. Yeah, they still have the candy, but the problem is, is that I I can't even look at the Halloween stuff. And I actually like to decorate for autumn. I don't do, I do Halloween and I do Christmas. Oh, you have seasons. Yeah, but I do more like the autumn seasons, and they've already ruined it for me. Um, Yeah, I walked into Lowe's over the weekend. And right there in the front, bam, it's like a winter wonderland. Now, mm-hmm. behind it, they do still have some of the Halloween stuff. But then after that, I went to Walmart, and they had three of those big inflatables out front, like the super tall ones. But when you walk in the side where they normally have, like, the gardening area, walked mm-hmm. in that side, and then it kind of that's where they keep the holiday stuff or whatever that is seasonal all Christmas. Hmm. That's all it is. Now, before we move on, though, we had a couple of interesting comments um, in the Facebook chat. So if you're over on Facebook and you click on our video, uh, Buzz Adams Morning Show on Facebook, there's a chat that, I don't know, hundred, couple hundred people sometimes are mm-hmm. in there at one time. So we were talking about <laughs> Trader Joe's, believe it or not. And somebody says... This is Serge who says, just an FYI, Trader Joe's and Ikea have been submitting some LOIs. So hopefully soon we get those. Hopefully we understand what LOIs means. Letter of intent, meaning it's like an intention to start doing business. So I guess he means they've been submitting LOIs in the city in which we live. Hopefully, but the problem is, though, too, is like when they first opened like a new shopping area, I remember one of the businesses on there was Urban Outfitters, and we still don't have that. So, yeah, but did they ever submit an LOI? I just remember the guy who owned the place was like, You're not supposed to have the copy of that. <laughs> I was like, Oh, wait, the, what did the guy own? A shopping area. Oh, when they were building the shopping center? Yeah. And, and Urban Outfitters was listed on there, and I got excited. And then he, I like, like Urban Outfitters. Yeah, they have a lot of cool stuff, especially. I know in, like, I'm kind of homes. out of the age focus. There, <laughs> Are you sure you don't like Suburban Outfitters? Because that Shut looks up. like a- <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Solid. I don't know what the big deal is about IKEA. I love IKEA. IKEA is the best. Most of what I know about IKEA is from uh, the movie Fight Club, and they just make like a lot of cheap stuff for your apartment. No, it's not really. I mean, it's affordable, it, but it's very well designed. Mm-hmm. What's so What's so great about it? It's, Don't you have to build it all yourself? Isn't that the running joke that you have mm-hmm. to? It comes with instructions. It but comes it's with its own so tools. Simple. If you don't know how to do it, you kind oh, of okay. yeah. First of all, have you had the Swedish meatballs? Yeah, buddy. They have a cafeteria inside, and the food is yeah. When I um, think food, I think furniture, I'm going to furniture store. <laughs> Actually, have you never had the Swedish? No, meatballs? they are. They, they are delicious. I prefer the, delicious. I prefer the canopies at Lowe's. <laughs> <laughs> No, I can't. It's because, uh, first of all, the large selection that they have, because it, it is such a big store. They have so many different things that you can get. But yeah, the prices are pretty good, and the furniture is pretty well made. It's like Disneyland for furniture. Like they, you literally start on a path and you walk through the store. Uh, I got lost in there once. Yeah. So I mean, it's possible. It's big enough. We were talking a couple weeks ago that we think construction sites where they're building something that looks cool mm. should be required to say what it is Tell so you won't why. be disappointed because of that big children's dentist office over there next to the he uh, thought it was a cheesecake factory I thought it was going to be a cheesecake factory and it turned out just to be a giant dentist office have you seen that they have a gigantic carousel in there yeah that looks pretty dope whatever they got it looks a more dentist than a office <laughs> and I was expecting a cheesecake factory <laughs> I wish they had a sign say don't get your panties in a wad this is an oncology center um but <laughs> did they have a letter of intent for the cheesecake factory no probably not <laughs> Uh, the other thing I wanted to touch on is that I have multiple of these what is Buzz's girlfriend saying, so if you guys enjoyed that, we could we could play some more. Well, I don't think she's ever going to let you record her again, so you might want to save some of them. Well, it's not like I, rec- I recorded her on the sly. She knew I was recording oh, her. Okay, good. Yeah, my wife totally sent me a message saying that it's Buzz's new girlfriend sounds like an episode of 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> And the more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, holy crap, we do have a legitimate 90 day fiance thing going on with no, Buzz. No, no, she's that. a permanent resident. She's not she's not on any kind of 90 day thing. She's permanent resident. We've already gone like past a border patrol checkpoint and everything's cool. Do you know how we became Facebook official? Oh. She took your phone. Uh, no, I left it on the table. <laughs> oh. So she became like left Facebook it. official. You had nothing Basically. to do with it. I left it before the password kicked in and went to the restroom. And then when I came back, it's like, in a relationship. We got official. <laughs> oh, really? Where are we going to register? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lisa. What, what is the question about candy? Well, Halloween is still over a month away. Can't but go when you're at the store. Yep, you wouldn't. You'd think we just skipped right over and it's Yule. <laughs> well, there's an interesting question that's being asked on Twitter. It started when a news anchor from Seattle, she shared a picture of six popular Halloween candies and tweeted out, one has to go forever, which one would you choose? Like one has to not exist anymore? Mm-hmm. Okay. And here are the choices. It was between Snickers, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Oh yeah. Twix, Milky Way, M and M's, and a Kit Kat. Damn. Twix and Wait. a Kit Kat are enough alike that I would sacrifice one of those just because they're similar. Twix enough. and a Kit. What are you talking about? One has caramel, one doesn't. Yeah, they're very separate candies. I used to eat Twix like I was uh, like when I was a kid, 
I would act like I was like a carnivore and it was a bone and the, the, the caramel was the meat and then the, the nugget, the hard part was the bone. The wow. nugget. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to say M&Ms are safe. There's no way you're getting yeah. rid of M&Ms. But see, here's my question. Is, is it all M&Ms or just plain M&Ms? Because for me, I'm willing to boot the old plain M&Ms. Yeah, yeah me too. No, no, I love. I, I like both of them. Mm-hmm. So for me, oh, the there's M&Ms more than are just safe. two types of M and M's now, sir. You've got peanut, you've got peanut butter, you've the got crisp caramel, one. crisp. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I think Kit Kat is safe. No, everybody loves Kit Kat. I think the most safe one is Reese's peanut butter. Cup. Oh, I have a very unpopular opinion. Then I would get rid of Reese's. You don't like Reese's peanut butter? Cups? I, I've never no been a fan butter? of them. Never been a fan of them. It's a weird mix of chocolate. I wouldn't go for them first, but I would. They're good. I like them. Well, nobody likes Somebody's three musketeers. Yeah, let's start with that. I what like would three be... musketeers. Three musketeers. Oh my that's, God. Not on the, that's not on but the Milky table. Way, and Lisa said get rid of Milky Way. Like That was kind of like her first reaction. It's like, no, man. Sometimes Milky Way is really good. It's got that creamy center. That's It's basically, the a, Milky Way is basically a three musketeer with caramel. Yeah. It's, just, it's the same thing, except it's got caramel in it. Hmm. See, okay, let's start with this then. Wait, Which Snicker one is your automatic keep? Would M and M's. M and M's, I would say for me too. I would say Reese's peanut butter cups. Nico. Uh, Kit Kat. Okay. So what three does that leave us with? Okay, wait. <laughs> Twix, Snickers, and M. Oh, no, you and, guys said M and M's. Uh, and Milky Way. The Milky Way. Yeah. Out of the Twix, Snickers, I would say Twix. Snickers. I don't go for Twix a lot. I mean, they're fine. They're I'd good. Be, I'd be fine with getting rid of Snickers. See, I when I was little, Twix and Milky Way are always my go-to. Those are my thing. If Butterfinger was on the list, I'd get rid of Butterfinger. They're all like one degree separated from each other. Well, Butterfingers like huge... are real crunchy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's delicious, also, though? It, Snickers ice cream bar. Have like, you had that before? It is good. I would get all of them in ice cream. The Butterfinger also... Like sticks to your teeth, and I feel like it's just sitting there rotting away your enamel unless you brush your teeth. Well, you right don't have to worry about that with your fake ones. Shut up. <laughs> but not all great. It's the best. See, yeah, I'm just not a fan of chocolate and peanut butter. So either one, Reese's peanut butter cups or Butterfingers, I'd be down to get rid of. What was your least favorite Halloween candy that you would get as a kid? Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> what? Jo- you don't like Jolly Ranchers? No, I don't. I'm. No. Usually, if you got it as Halloween candy, they were older mm-hmm. and they had kind of melted into the, the plastic. Uh, yeah. So that's what made. Now, if you bought them yourself, Jolly Ranchers were great. But you know what, candy? It, yeah. I liked that a lot of people just looked at me weird, and I thought officially this is why I'm truly Smart. a senior citizen, old man at Hard heart. Hard candy. People. Yes, Werther's. <laughs> I loved mm. Werther's. Werther's no, I don't like Werther's. Really? I didn't like Smarties. I didn't like... Uh, it's chocolate, man. It's Halloween. No. Go for the chocolate. See, you guys picked all chocolate. I don't like chocolate, so I would like the Skittles, the Starburst, uh, I like, the Sour Patch Kids. I like Pixie Sticks a lot, man. Really? You remember the Pixie... Heard. That was just pure sugar. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that explains Jeez. it. <laughs> um, are you very judgmental when it comes to your coffee? Because I got... Uh, study here a survey really not not so much a study but a survey and it turns out that some coffee drinkers are very judgmental um would would you say say you're judgmental not super judgy but i i'm particular i would say with some of my coffees they got uh 43 percent of coffee drinkers consider themselves to be coffee connoisseurs 
I'm definitely not a connoisseur, but... 47% of men say they're coffee connoisseurs, 36% of women. I can't even spell connoisseur. <laughs> the average coffee drinker has two cups a day. Or coffee. 42% say they don't really need coffee in the morning, which means that 48% say they absolutely need coffee in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, 30% of self-proclaimed coffee experts order specialty drinks that aren't on the menu. I guess like at Starbucks, you could go in and you could order something. I want to know frap, little foam, extra syrup. And 45% of coffee snobs, so these are people that say they are coffee snobs, judge you for pronouncing espresso, expresso. So if they hear you say expresso, just know that you're being silently judged. I'm not a judgy person but like for instance if people who drink oh yeah I like a dark roast because I you know I need that that caffeine no you know that a blonde roast actually has more caffeine in it than a dark roast I, you, you sound kind of like a coffee snob <laughs> the way you're talking it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast the trial for the former Dallas police officer who shot a neighbor because she was on the wrong floor and thought it was oh. her apartment and the dude was in there. That's right. That was tragic. Yeah, all kinds of tragic. Well, the trial is underway and there were some kind of interesting things that came out in the course of the trial yesterday. Oh, let's hear it. All right. Uh, Amber Geiger, 31, was the police officer who shot uh, Botham John a 26-year-old native from the Caribbean nation of St. Lucia. Uh, she she thought she fired in self-defense based on the belief that she was in her own apartment. She was actually in the apartment one floor above hers. Um, <clears throat> we know what Mr. Jean was doing when he was shot. He was in his living room eating a bowl of vanilla ice cream on September 6th, so... I mean, it just makes you wonder, like, what what did the guy do? Mm-hmm. Well, whatever he did, he was in his own apartment, minding his own business. Mm-hmm. It says the apartment was one floor directly above her apartment. So I guess his floor was her roof. Mm-hmm. The uh, prosecuting attorney from the DA's office in Dallas County is Jason Hermas. He said that Geiger had worked overtime that day mostly doing office work that was not strenuous. Now listen to this. This is a new wrinkle, I guess. He said jurors will see sexually explicit messages that Geiger exchanged that evening with a co-worker that discussed meeting up after her shift ended. He said some of the messages had been deleted from Geiger's phone after the shooting. Um... However, the defense attorneys argued that those messages should not be entered into evidence. Hmm. Why not, though? I mean, it, I guess they ju- the, the her defense attorneys say they don't really have anything to do with what she's being charged with. The fact that she there well, were sexually explicit messages yeah. with a coworker doesn't have anything to do with the with her the mistake. Shooting. Well, maybe it could do with. I mean, just obviously, I don't know the messages, but maybe her mindset. If they're saying, oh, "Okay, you better hurry over here for A, B, or C," uh, you know that she was being rushed, or if her, you know, the text message was sent. Uh, 
in the three to four minutes before the shooting happened. I mean, I I could think that they You're saying it just goes to her bad judgment in general, maybe. So the uh, prosecution is saying that there were some differences in the floors that should have let anybody know that she was on the wrong floor, but her defense is going to say that that is common for people to be on the wrong floor or that other residents make similar mistakes. Well, they don't make similar mistakes and shoot the person. Wouldn't you notice when you walked in that that stuff's not yours? Which you, well, that's a good point. I was going to well, say, wouldn't you hers. notice, like, huh, I didn't leave a black guy there eating ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> or like, hey, that's not my couch. That's not yeah. my television. Well, or maybe the, here, yeah. here's what her defense uh, says he's going to argue. The identical look of the apartment complex from one floor to the next. Where's my Celine Dion poster? Often led to confusion among tenants with dozens regularly parking on the wrong floor or attempting to enter the wrong apartment. So. Doesn't that apply to every motel you've ever been in? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like every motel floor kind of looks the same. You just can't shoot somebody. The biggest thing that I have a problem with is why they didn't test her, book her, and give her a substance yeah. test. Mm-hmm. I mean, could she have been on something? Mm-hmm. Well, we no way of knowing that because they gave her what seems like preferential treatment since she was a police officer. You know, anybody else, they would have arrested you uh she called the police when she realized you know what she had done mm-hmm. but they didn't you know take any extra steps necessarily right um her attorney says the floors of the parking garage are not clearly marked so that it is understandable that when geiger tired from a long shift pushed open a door that she believed an intruder was inside. An intruder, I guess, helping himself to a bowl of her vanilla cereal. ice cream. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. So, a lot of people are saying, hey, where's Melania, the first lady? Because her first lady cause is anti, is not bullying, is be best. Like, don't say mean things about people. And uh, a lot of people on on the right side of the political spectrum are really making fun of this uh, climate change uh, girl from Sweden or wherever the hell she's from. <laughs> she is from Sweden, Greta yes. Thunberg. Including, oh, look. So President Trump put up this picture of Greta during her speech. You know, she her visage is very angry mm-hmm. and Trump wrote, she seems like a very happy young girl looking forward to a bright and wonderful future. So nice to see. Like sarcastic. So why does the first lady, you know, if she really wants to clamp down on bullying, why why doesn't she say something to her husband? Well, that doesn't sound like outwardly bad. Well. Well, I mean, if you read into it, a lot of what he does is he very... He put the picture of the girl and said... He oh, said she, she so seems ha- like a very happy young girl. Uh, He's looking forward right. to a bright, okay. wonderful future. He is quite a satirical wit. Yeah. I'll hand that to him. Hello, Richard. Yes, good morning. Hey, what's up, Richard? Well, listen, the reason, I was listening to the show, and the reason I was calling is because um, I worked with uh, with the National Science Foundation in logistics... Uh, supporting science research for almost 20 years so I was all over the Antarctic and the Arctic with uh, different science disciplines scientists 
from you name it, paleontologists, glaciologists, astrophysicists, oceanographers. And when I first started, you know, climate change wasn't even a word. I think at some point, because of the political climate, I don't think you could use global warming as the the term that comes to mind. Remember that? I remember global warming. That's the first I heard about this was global warming. Yeah. And somehow the terminology over the years did change to climate change. Well, the the scientists evidently couldn't use the word global warming in their proposals because it was like the kiss of death because of the political climate. Even at that time, that was... uh, pretty bad wait wait so you're saying the term uh, climate change is like a politically correct thing because some people would respond so negatively to global warming that that that's exactly that's exactly right i could never figure that out because i wasn't a scientist from but because we also i was also working with a group that uh reviews um the proposals and all of that uh and like i was saying climate change even in their talks like when they gave talked to the community wherever I was at, at out in the field, they would never say uh, global warming, and they told us. I mean, they that was in a it wasn't a secret. Uh, so that shows you how strong it was. And wait, wait a minute. I thought people on the right, like people aligned with the Republican Party and the conservative movement, are against politically correct language. I thought yeah. that's something they really hate is like watching your words and making sure you don't make somebody angry because of the words you use well i think he's talking about the funding for the proposals like when they put in their proposals to get funds from the government but i'm saying the people who it sounds like the people whose toes they didn't want to step on are the same people were the same people who might say oh this politically correctness is this political correctness has gone overboard that that, that's correct that's correct in essence and that's correct because uh, uh in the end it's all about the funding so yeah. Anyway, uh, we're not gonna. You know, if you got a, you've, if you've got uh, an elected official, and I, maybe it doesn't even have to be a Republican in every case, but let's say they're from West Virginia, mm-hmm. coal country. They're not gonna put their name on something that's as politically charged as global warming. They might, they might find it acceptable if you say climate change. That's right. But the interesting thing is, it hasn't changed the, the whole argument. And well, it's not global cooling that's causing all those polar bears to be out there on a little sliver of ice in the yeah. middle of the ocean. I mean, and glaciers having funerals. Yeah. All right. Well, that- well, anyway, with all that said, I, um, so I worked all over the Antarctic and also in the Arctic in, uh, Alaska, all over Alaska and, and Greenland. And my, actually my last expedition assignment in the field was in Siberia in the winter inside of a crater. Oh, wow. wow. You and sound like you ha- have really interesting life. <laughs> I know. <laughs> to talk Mike. about, to be all those places. Yeah, that's another story. Yeah. <laughs> what but was the any- coolest place you went to? Uh, I'd say Antarctica. No, they're cool. all warming. There are no <laughs> places. <laughs> the most interesting place you went to then? It's, it's, I would say, the, and I went full circle because when I first went to the Antarctic and I didn't even um, apply for the position, they... Somebody that I knew called and goes, and uh, from the office called, and or not somebody I knew from the office, but at the office they called and said, "Hey, there's somebody that you know that blah 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 that said you would be a great candidate." At that time, I was in construction, and they were building a, a science uh, research facility in the South Pole in the middle of nowhere. Like, oh. a, like it looks like something out of James Bond. It was real fascinating. So, so you helped build it. Yeah, I went there, and and the first time I went there was just for the summer, and then I heard all these crazy stories about. 
how dark it gets and how cold and miserable. And I was really fascinated. So I said, I'm going to find out myself. And, and, and so I stayed for the winter and it was all true. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll bet when it gets down to like in the 40s in El Paso, and people oh, are complaining about how cold it is. I bet you have a good laugh, don't you, Richard? Oh, uh, you know, it gets, and I'm not, I'm not uh, exaggerating, but even in the summer, like in January, because because uh, it's in the southern hemisphere, yeah, yeah. The so the climates are, are upside down, and so, but believe it or not, uh, like at the very very bottom at South Pole Station, it can get so cold that if you breathe with your mouth open, your teeth can shatter. Oh <laughs> man! And and if you if the wind the windshield uh, touches any exposure of your skin, it would automatically uh, freeze. Uh, oh. You kind of just get used to it. You know, you just uh, dress appropriately and and then suck up the pain. Sometimes, Nobody you know? down there in uh, any of the climate no. stations in Antarctica wanted to karaoke to NSYNC. Uh, during, <laughs> have you ever seen that commercial where they're karaokeing? Yeah. And the guy is just walking outside to kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Richard. I appreciate it. Oh. Thanks for the call. Bye-bye. That's going to haunt my dreams. Hey. Shattering teeth. No, good oh. news for Buzz because his teeth are adamantium now. Yeah, you're good. Maybe mine are shatterproof. Yeah, I don't Be a know. mouth breather as much as you want <laughs> in Antarctica. I wish it, when we're talking about you know the climate and global warming, which I... I accept the 97% of the scientific consensus. Uh, people who are experts in the field say that, number one, the planet is getting warmer. Number two, it's doing it at a faster rate than just a natural cycle could account for. Number three, that these are like the three tenets. That number three, uh, human activity, especially industrial mm-hmm. waste is contributing pollution is, is the main contributing factor. So if 97% of climate scientist you know who go and risk having their teeth shattered in antarctica mm-hmm. if they say that that i'm gonna i'm gonna agree with them yeah i bet they know what they're talking about i wish though when we talked about it we also talked about listen people are still going to need energy people are going to mm-hmm. need to you know uh communicate and travel and electricity basically comes from yeah. coal burning plants so you're saying like we you don't get need an electric the, car we don't need to go back to the stone age just to like help save why doesn't i wish more people would talk about uh nuclear power i mean other than a few notable you know chernobyl that's not three chernobyl mile on hbo man that stuff's dangerous yeah three mile island i, I mean that is a, a an exceedingly clean source of energy that's that i think we should be man. working to, to you should really look at the documentary that just came out on netflix about bill gates because bill gates is so pro nuclear energy and he was actually investing a ton of money into it and then Fukushima happened and people yeah. just immediately like were like nope right. it doesn't matter and he's saying he's like no but mine is different like what I did is and don't, he, don't he build it in something. a tsunami zone you know have a <laughs> nuclear power you know they're, they're like right. France I think something like 90% of their uh, energy for yeah. homes and the cities and everything comes from nuclear power plants. You know, it'd be so great. they've got a way to do it and you don't hear about that because it, it works pretty well well and that's the thing is Bill Gates though they're thing that he built was actually supposed to, he's like no it's clean energy I did this but it was right when he was about to launch with his whole uh, nuclear power idea is right when Fukushima happened and he's like people just dropped people did not want anything to do with it they didn't want to touch it just the word nuclear immediately it was just nuclear to we, the thing why can't we turn cow farts into energy 
That'd be great. Yeah. I guess you'd need a, like a bag on the end of their yeah. butts or something. Or a funnel or something. <laughs> what if his uh, proposal had to all the nuclear power plants running Apple programs? <laughs> and then there was an update and it because, screwed everything. Yeah, because <laughs> Oh, I downloaded the OS 13. Now we're all going to (laughs) die. The new iPhones are out. We better update the nuclear plant. The thing about the cow farts is, uh, objectively, that's funny. And when they said that I I had a class in the 80s about environmental science. It was like an introduction to environmental science. But our uh, Dr. Hill, our professor, was, you know, very serious. And his, his home was... Solar panel back then, yeah. you know, was a model of Drinking energy efficiency. Recycle I mean, pee. He, he was very. He had a, a compost back in the backyard. I mean, this guy. He rode his bike to school. This guy was not a hypocrite. Yeah. I mean, he really he lived, lived the life. But when he told us that a huge contributing factor is all the the cows that we raise for our food fart, and that uh, methane is is a. Uh, is a greenhouse gas. Mm-hmm. That's that's just funny. It's like, well, what? How are we going to stop animals from farting? Come on. Still, that is a concern today. Yeah, and it's, it's not, still it's, funny when you say that. People, the, the the immediate human reaction is to ridicule that, but it it's still as true as it was back then. But they're not saying let's stop the cows from farting. They're saying if we were to eat less meat, they would have to produce less amount of cows. There would be less cows that were necessary. Well, how about the elephant farts? <laughs> See, there's so many comedic possibilities with this <laughs> that it's hard I, to get past no, that. If I'm eating the cow, that means there's one less cow out there to fart. But yeah, you we to, need to eat more cows. Yeah. You spend so much time raising those animals. So you spend all these years raising it from a calf to make it into a cow to then slaughter it for a little veal. bit of meat for all of the, right. the land that has to be cut down for them to graze on. And that, that's the argument is that if no, you no. were well, to... Then you're going to make those ranchers no. pretty mad. I get it is a it's a very serious all of it is very serious and as far as I can tell very true but some people just hear well it's the cow farts you just like hearing cow farts you just like saying cow farts I like saying sure, cow farts why not being involved in a car wreck can be a stressful and confusing time the Ruman law firm is prepared for exactly this type of situation let us fight the insurance companies while you take care of the most important thing you and your loved ones. Let Chuck and the Ruman Law Firm handle your case so you can get the monetary damages you deserve. Make 845-4LAW your first call after an accident. Chuck Ruman, the people's injury lawyer.